0: Sandals. sandals. My feet are in sandals, and oh. the sandals are getting caught up in the tripod. <laughs> you know. It yeah. happens. Oh, I didn't powder before the show. Gone oh, good.
1: it's all gone to hell. Fucking hell. Shit. <laughs> Son of a bitch, Ross. Oh, and then he's gone. He's gone. It's good. it's good that he's got a towel down, though. Because. <laughs>
2: He seems like a moist individual.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Dewey. (laughs) Roughly
0: 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called...
3: (laughs) Stab.
1: This is stab. All the talent with none of the drive. Let's introduce tonight's panel. Uh, our first panelist interprets cloud shapes for fun and profit. He's not who you think he is. It's Ross Dunmore. There they are. Uh, our second panelist hand Smith's chainmail for stray cats. She's a member of Squad Patrol. It's Dana Bryan. Wow. And our third panelist has several of his oil paintings of car accidents hanging in various gas station bathrooms up and down the West Coast. He's a Stab Show favorite. It's Tyler Kenny. That was very high pitch. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones. Still, only five seventy-five a gallon. Hello, all, and welcome to the Stab Show. Now coyote free for the last four episodes. Let's meet tonight's panelist, Ross. Ross Dunmore.
0: How's it going? There
1: you are. I'm I'm well. I'm well. You remind me of somebody, but I can't put my finger quite on it. Uh, Ross, how are you?
0: Pleasure to meet you, uh, Jesse. Pleasure to meet you. Thank you, you for having
1: well. me on the show. I'm uh, happy to have you. Happy to have you. You came uh, highly regarded. <laughs> uh, how are you, Ross? Uh, doing well. Doing Doing fine. Introduce Enjoying yourself God's to the staff. I love
0: it here. Love it here.
1: <laughs> where, is, where is here? My time. Where is here, Ross? Where is here? Yeah,
0: this is the uh, great, great United States of America. Is where it is, this is here. That's this is thing. now. Yeah, it's more now than it is here. If you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's it's more of a state of mind. I take care of it. <laughs> That's good. I mean, now that you mention it, it is better to take care of your uh, <laughs> your your here than your where, I guess. I don't know.
0: In a manner, <laughs> hey, my little itty-bitty corner of consciousness has got its share of cobwebs, but no. i do my best to keep it up.
1: All right. I imagine we'll get to know um, more Dunmore throughout throughout the evening. It'll get ladled out in portions. Um, <laughs> you know what? Fine. Love a ladle. I, I understand Dunmore. <laughs> I understand Dunmore's a nickname. Ross, why don't you? <laughs> Dunmore.
0: You you heard that
1: I did. I heard that.
0: Well, you know, it's really it's a it's a foolish story. I don't know much about it, Um, but uh, I was working at a biological laboratory Mm -hmm. and uh, and, uh, you know, back in those days, I didn't really care about my job. I would just show up, plug in, put my keys on the desk, brew a cup of coffee. Step outside the office, and uh, they didn't know where I'd gone. You know, they would figure I was around here somewhere, but yeah. I'd be out eight, ten hours of the day. Come back, pick up my keys, throw out my coffee, <laughs> and uh, I, I did. I, you know, they so they started to say this guy could have done more sure. for uh, mm. lab safety. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was working at you know one of the things is I was working at the uh, Wuhan. Yep. Uh, Institute of Virology. that's that's <laughs> the, that's the place I was working. Mm-hmm. You know, I left there about two years ago, in yeah. January or so, and uh, I don't know whatever became of that, mm-hmm. that uh, that job. You know, I went on a fishing trip. I never heard of uh, whatever became of of that place. I made some good friends there, Dr. Sure. Barrick of uh, University of Florida, Dr. Jingling Ji of uh, Wuhan Institute. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. very nice people, but you know, they always said you could have done more for laboratory <laughs> safety. Uh, but I don't know, whatever became of that. I been on, I've been on a worldwide fishing trip ever since. Uh, oh, just really? got back. Just got back.
1: Just got back. So just you, got back. I've been you, sailing
0: the oceans. Two years.
1: Out to sea for two years, starting in January 2020.
0: Thereabouts, yeah.
1: Oh, all right. Uh,
0: it, it did a number on my mind. I had no idea what was going on. You know, I had sure. a lot of isolation out there, you know. <laughs> I really could have used some uh, connect, human connection, so I... No. at times I wished I was here on land, you know with my fellows you know getting that human connection
1: you you did all right without it uh, I'm looking forward to this uh, <laughs> this window back into a time that none of us can remember um, so <laughs> well, thank you. you
0: know God bless
1: yeah glad to have you Ross uh, Ross <laughs> Ross Dunmore uh Dana Hello. Hi there. Good to have you back.
3: Thank you. I'm happy to be back.
1: Well, your second time here. Yeah. That means
3: sophomore slump. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. <laughs>
1: no. We believe in in the quality of of every. It's all just straight up. All all like okay. like uh, like someone else uh, like the that we've had on this panel multiple times, a uh, uh, Jordan Gannon, for example, it has never bemoaned their second appearance as being less than their first.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, I like to set the bar very low so I can just jump over it very high and be like, oh. No, yeah, okay.
1: I expect it's yeah. going to be. Um, just rushing over from yes. the program on another channel. Yes. Uh, <laughs> over there at the comedy spot, uh, tonight was um, Movie, movie Libs. Um, uh, the Women's Week, I believe it's the Yes,
3: one. it's Women's Week, and we had some technical difficulties, oh, so we will no. start a little late, but we we're all women, so we got it done in record time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, uh. so yeah, streaming show technical difficulties, huh? <laughs> right. It's
3: always like the yeah. audio, like the video is like, you're here, and pretty,
1: great job, <laughs> and then the audio is
3: like, always the thing that fucks up.
1: Yeah, uh, I know nothing about streaming show technical difficulties. <laughs> Everything here on rails for two years. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, is it th- this weekend, uh, 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 Squad Patrol? Yes, well? we
3: have a show at 8 o'clock on Saturday, Squad nice. Patrol or Sketch, so we wrote all of our stuff ahead of time, Yeah, which has its pros and cons.
1: It does. I'm getting back into writing. I've got a big show tomorrow, and I- I'm losing my mind, so <laughs> 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 haven't done that in a bit. Uh, well, good. I love uh, Marco and all the Squad Patrol over there, so happy to have you. Thank you. Oh, excuse me. This white claws just giving me the the <laughs> yes. uh. Thank you, Dana. Thank you for rushing over. I'm sorry that you had to rush over, but thank you for me.
3: You're welcome. Oh, no worries. I drive like I'm um, driving someone very important to somewhere very important. So. Oh,
1: <clears throat> well. In in truth, you were you were driving Dana Barrett. <laughs> To Stab comedy. Yeah, <laughs> Dana Bryant to st- stab comedy theater. Dana Barrett. What am I doing? <laughs> That's uh, Dana, fine. I tried to do a thing uh, <laughs> Who am I thinking of? Dana? I don't know um, uh, Thank you, Dana. I'm sorry. I've already ruined it <laughs> <laughs> Good to have you. <clears throat> Good to see you again. Looking forward to uh, what you brought this evening uh, And Tyler Hi, hi there uh, I gotta get everybody's names wrong now. Uh, uh, Tyner, Tyler, no, Tyner, Tyner, Tyner Kimmy, Tyner. Kimmy. Uh, Tyler, how are you? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Things are good. Um, I hope that wasn't a surprise back there. You had to move that Easter basket out of view.
2: I, it, yeah, well, it's not a good
1: look. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if it if it makes. The <laughs> the basement look worse <laughs> or better? Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, how yeah. have How have you been since uh, since last you were around, sir? i good. Yeah? Uh,
2: I've be good. Yeah, be good. Yeah, I don't know. I'm supposed to have like an anecdote. No, it's It's you know, every day is kind of the same. And then um, I, I went to a, a toddler play cafe this morning. Okay. Ages. Yeah, I was like the only one not in yoga pants. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> well, it you'll know next to time. Work, <laughs> force behave. <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't know. Doing dad stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, that's good. A, a toddler play cafe. Is yeah. That what it yeah. Was?
2: I mean, it doesn't sound familiar. I don't remember doing anything as a any as a toddler. No. It was just like not choking for <laughs> three years, and then. But yeah, you know you. It was like a coffee shop. You pay ten (laughs) dollars, and you could go in the back, (laughs) get a little extra service. (laughs) (laughs)
1: No, 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 no. no, (laughs) Just
2: kids playing on a jungle gym.
1: Oh, all right. Well, you know what? (laughs) Everybody, even apparently, uh, uh, coffee shops need side hustles. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So, you just 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 set up a ball pit in the backyard, and you. uh...
2: (laughs) Yeah swing set in a warehouse <laughs> charging mission which is basically what it was with uh, you know indie rock
1: over a bluetooth speaker <laughs> it's all sounding so inviting <laughs> that's a good time <laughs> just the idea of uh, just a visual in my head of a swing set in a warehouse is just it's dimly lit it's squeaking and something bad is about to happen <laughs> There's a a clown in the show. (laughs) (laughs) Just slightly out of view, but you can feel it's there. Uh, All right. How about we stop doing that and start doing this? (laughs) It's segment one. It's reorganization. At some point, maybe I'll change that. Today is not that day. Did you know that space exists outside of the United States? I didn't. Which is why when I heard about the British UFO Research Association, I was flabberpated. Aliens visit places other than quiet American farms and and probe non-star-spangled buttholes. I never even considered it. I hate to think about it. So let's not think about it. And forget what else Bufora (laughs) might have previously stood for. And instead tell me who or what else B-U-F-O-R-A... Might stand for and represent to you, Ross. Ross Dunmore, let's hear your B U F O R A.
0: Oh, I could have, you know, not to play, you know, I won't say it. I wouldn't, I won't say it, but I could have done more with this. Could (laughs)
1: have. Damn
0: it. I just had to get that right out of the way, you know. Anyhow, uh, (laughs) Bufora, you know, uh, if I had to describe. Discourse online these days,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I don't thankfully, and I won't. So, I won't. Uh, but it reminds me of uh, back in my day when I was working at the plant. A lot of the guys, uh, you know, a lot of the useless sniping, uh, we would go back, we were pieces of shit back then, <laughs> and uh, we would go back and forth a lot. And it reminds me a lot what I see online these days. Mm. And uh, it ended up, ended up being called, we had a word actually was before, before. Uh, and i'll tell you how that went about um we we first started with uh you know we'd uh we started using the acronym buff you know about like new guys hired right like so uh we'd say oh them's just babbling unexceptional flipper to you know someone would say how's the new guy oh he can do his job all right but he's buff and uh, people would think we were uh, saying one thing, right? But uh, we were really saying he's a flipper jib and low life degenerate imp without actually having to say it on account of those words being mean <laughs> and also uh, being banned at my workplace because it got so bad with all the name calling and harassment. Yeah. So now that's just buff. But later on, since those words uh, were banned, uh, we started to think a little more deeply. And on the other side of things, we came to thinking to uh, thinking of the causes of these these behaviors. And so we came up with another acronym, which was Aura. Mm-hmm. We'll say, well, these these folks are just, uh, and it was a per- very particular to this this class of, of high reads, let's mm-hmm. call them. Sure. Uh, and they were uh, over-medicated, revanchist, assimilationists, you know, because that's what they were, you know. They were just on drugs and, uh, you know, they just happened to be, uh, well, you know, the only word that described them was over medicated, revanchist, assimilationist, you know. So uh, that that became a common phrase around work. You know, we just came around to talking about, you know, the guys who knew, they knew, you know, that guy's before and uh, We would say, yep, we would pass that word around to each other, talking about our coworkers. Yeah, we were real pieces of shit back then, you know. And, you know. Uh, yeah. I'm glad to be, uh, beyond those days.
1: <laughs> well, good. Yeah. Put that behind you. Ross. Moving forward. Onward and upward. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> well, well, welcome back to the mainland. Uh, Dana. Dana Buford. Uh, just now I have to lean into it. That's the thing. Uh, Dana.
3: Workshopping new last names. Yeah, just
1: <laughs> getting it yeah. out there. Uh, Dana, what is your B-U-F-O-R-A then?
3: So there, there are a lot of things troubling the human race. Mm-hmm. Um, and we need to solve them. Things like, you know, violence and global warming, disease, you know, hunger. Mm-hmm. But um, this, there's also a very important problem that needs to be solved and we've got the task force. It is our biological underpants fauna, obliteration and recovery administration. Mm -hmm. Yes, if you're not aware (laughs) of biological underpants fauna, people get up to extracurricular activities that get these tiny fauna in their underpants. And we need to obliterate them and then they need to recover from this. And it's very important, it's probably the 10th most Important thing that people have to deal with. Yeah. Yeah.
1: At least today. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, depending on like how involved you are in your community, maybe it's number one, you know.
1: <laughs> sure. <laughs> it varies you know, from place to place.
3: If you're on Tinder, you might really need to look into this this administration because <laughs> your underpants fauna's gotta be very diverse and out of control.
1: Sure. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome Uh, I think uh, <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm more familiar with uh underwear flora than fauna, <laughs> yeah. but you know, maybe I just don't spend enough I mean time. at that
3: size, who's to say it's not the same thing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm sorry, I got clarification. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Jana <laughs> Tyler. Let's hear your, B U F O R A.
2: Uh, So it's a it's a new hyper specific ad campaign by Rite Aid. (laughs) You got penis in your anus? You got issues in your butthole tissues? You got butt trubs, bubba bubs? Just remember, B U F O R A. Butt ulcers fear open Rite Aids. When you've got painful rectal bleeding in the middle of the night, sure, you could ignore it and wait till business hours, staining your sheets and straining your marriage. Or you could get in your car and hover over the seat and scoot down to your nearest 24-hour Rite Aid pharmacy. Cowboy walk down our aisles of soothing ointments and medicated pads. You're paying the cashier quickly, without making eye contact. It's okay. They won't ask you what it's for. They know. They saw you waddle in with bloodstains on the ass of your PJs. They know. Now safe in your car, apply your unguents, while an AM radio madman casts out demons, mutter to your rebellious asshole, curse it. Now you can strike fear into your painful anal fissures, because Bufora butt ulcers fear open right (laughs) aids.
1: You guys couldn't have arrived at a better time. (laughs) Sums up this program perfectly. Segment two, bulletin board. Bulletin boards. All self-respecting break rooms have them. You know a break room without a bulletin board? Then it's scarcely a break room. At best, it's a kitchenette. A bunch of assholes just slouched around a table eating their sad sandwiches, waiting patiently for death's sweet embrace. If there's no flyers for bands in need a basis, or trying to sell old bikes hanging in the periphery, Then that place can go fuck itself and the entire rest of the building around it in bulletin board Your task is to give us three things you might find on a bulletin board hung in a break room of the physical manifestation of a specific Imaginary place today's place while abstract is sadly far too unimaginary So let's hear what might be hanging on the break room bulletin board of greed if greed ever rested (laughs) What would be hung in the bulletin board of its break room? that track you guys There's. you'll get it you'll get it uh i always wonder if any of this makes sense to anybody but me and it doesn't make sense to me uh (laughs) ross let's hear your first item hanging on the break room bulletin board of greed
0: Thumbtack to the entire bulletin board in various locations are qr codes for nfts of virtual goods In the metaverse, tuxedos, ties, shoes, ukuleles, rugs, hats, scarves, eyeballs, testicles, things you are supposed to have. To quote Mark Zuckerberg, there's no reason you wouldn't spend as much, much money on an item of clothing in the metaverse as you would on an item in the physical world.
1: Right. (laughs) (laughs) an nft banjo that's just (laughs) it's just counterintuitive in so many ways um dana
3: okay well i pulled this one from my personal experience oh good so it's you know one of those papers with the little strips at the bottom with the phone number it says are you a disenchanted millennial who did everything your elders told you and now you hate your life Retire by 40. Call the day for exciting, definitely not a pyramid scheme, financial opportunity.
1: Definitely not. No. Definitely not. (laughs) Retire by 40. Maybe 140. (laughs) Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) We'll all die at our desks. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Oh, good times.
3: Glad I work from home. (laughs) Well, that's nice.
1: (laughs) That's nice. That's a a good way to look at it.
3: die in my... Five-day-old PJs. <laughs> sure, It'll
1: be comfortable. It'll be nicer. Tyler, item number one: breakroom bulletin board of greed.
2: In honor of a employee appreciation day, there's a sign-up sheet to use the new breakroom treadmill that powers the light bulb in the bathroom.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's nice. <laughs> no more. <laughs> if if anybody cares enough, that means no more shitting in the dark that's good that's nice teamwork makes the dream work guys uh (laughs) ross item two greed break room bulletin board
0: this is in the form of a printed out kind of email advertisement uh subject line all the world's a stage uh wanted players now recruiting Mercenary Army soldiers for great dollar sign, 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 opportunities, dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. Pay off your student loans. Fulfill personal fantasies of looting, mayhem, and slaughter in lawless environments. Satisfy personal bloodlust and climate change goals. Opportunities for advancement, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> Gain favor with war deity. Now recruiting indefinitely for all positions, departments, in exciting regime change operations. Email, and there's a bunch of tickers at the bottom for you to pull. Them. Uh, you can email klaus.schwab at wef.org or Apply directly at Salesforce, or call one eight eighty Schwab for you.
1: Lots of layers there. Lots of terrible, terrible tear off layers. Uh, thank you, Ross. Uh, Becky, was it?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember anymore. <laughs>
1: Dana, uh, let's hear item number two from your break okay. bullet board of greed.
3: So mine is a fun social advocacy poster. Yeah, it reads, Drill baby drill. Stop environmental bullies from taking your property rights.
1: (laughs) Nice. Yeah. That's good. It's about time somebody finally stood up to those bastards.
3: Right. I mean, I wanna sell the planet in a liquid sludge. Yeah. You know? Yeah. (laughs) The environment can wait. I need money now. It's
1: been here all this time. If it really wanted to stick around, it would have done something more. Right. To fight back. (laughs)
3: Oh. <laughs> <Aww>. Yeah. <laughs> Aww. Shake up that food chain a little bit. Right.
1: <laughs> it's on you, Mother Earth. Uh Tyler uh, crossing the midway point. Second of 3 break room greed bulletin board things. Uh,
2: there's an envelope asking for donations for the boss's kids private school's meet a poor person field trip. <laughs> <laughs>
1: good they got to get out there and experience the world <laughs> they have to there's none in their gated community there's none outside their gated community <laughs> they're shot on site uh thank you Tyler I'm sorry Ross item three let's wrap up with bulletin boards
0: on a half sheet of yellow binder paper uh scrawled in a blue ink is, are the words uh and this is a Thumbtack to the bottom right hand corner of bulletin board. If I find out one of you finds an opportunity through this board without giving me my cut, I will personally extract sevenfold your profit and enslave your family for seven generations to come. Signed, you know who. (laughs) And that you know who. Every person who looks at it just sees a burning reflection of themselves. And each writer knows himself to have been secretly the writer, but each secretly wonders if the others recognize who wrote this truly, but each only knows himself to have written it. (laughs)
1: That's good, that's good. Uh, Everyone knows that they're to blame. Uh, (laughs) Dana, your third of three bulletin board items, please.
3: Yeah, so this one is a poster for the HR hotline. It reads, "Got a complaint? Not if you still want a job, you don't." <laughs>
1: Very accurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, just keep your head down. Right. Just keep your head down. Everything's gonna be fine. Uh, Tyler Kenny, uh, again, I apologize for making this happen. Uh, let's, hear <laughs> let's hear your third item from the bullet board. Agreed. It's a. Uh,
2: It's a sign selling nude Polaroids of your wife on your boss's boat.
1: (laughs) And nothing more need be said. (laughs) Oh. Why do I do this to all of us? Uh, (laughs) Thank you, guys. That was bulletin board. I'm going to let that one uh, not be in the show for a little while. Uh, Segment three, it's recipes. There's an art to baking cooking whatever just throw some stuff together and light it on fire but if you want to bake something you have to science things together there's an alchemy to cake is what I'm saying and people are like cakes the ingredients of life come together to bring about the rise or fall of all of us and while we all know that sugar and spice and everything nice is what little girls are made of and that snips and snails and puppy dog tails are what little boys are made of there's so many other things that are made of other things In recipes, you are asked to give us the recipe for what makes up these other various stuffs and things. Ross Dunmore. Let's hear your recipe for someone who gets offended by something in a comedy show and then tries to get the person who offended them fired from their job. This has Mm -hmm. nothing to do with anything that's happened recently.
0: (laughs) We'll be making a sour bitter cake that has the appearance of food but which is not nourishing and actually extracts nutrients from the soul and body of everyone involved. we call it devil's food cake. For the getting offended cake base, you'll be mixing the following ingredients together. One cup deep-seated grief or loss, for example, of a mother, child, husband, wife, or the loss of the use of human faculties before their rightful time. Such as due to a debilitating illness or accidental injury Two cups ideological zeal copied straight from whatever text Person involved happens to return return to for that hit of security On the scary and uncertain road to death Now this can be substituted with most forms of self-righteousness But if substituting check altitude melting point depth and theological rigor so you'll, there's a little chart attached you'll need to see. Sure. You'll uh, also need a half cup of a strong sense of, I didn't want to be here in the first place, but my friends dragged me here, and the person I've been texting with hasn't been
1: responding.
0: <laughs> you'll need three drinks, a quarter cup rude stat, a half tablespoon of high drink fees and surcharges, mm-hmm. Place the mixture in a comedy venue uh, near the stage. set on high until set off. <laughs> You'll know it's uh, the first stage is ready, of course, when it gets up and leaves. <laughs> if the person does remain, check for sallow complexion, dispirited mood, malaise, discomfort, stewing, or other typical cooks. Mm. For the tries to get them fired frosting, you'll need one cup mother's or father's shame voice deep in the subconscious. Great for flavor. Four heaping tablespoons each of envy and pride. Several strong dashes of self-loathing. One entire container of warped sensibilities due to a life spent on love. These will need to be carefully whisked together in a balanced process, each measured out in a calculating judgment until the mixture starts to sip. This must be applied over and over, preferably through an industrial mixture of sorts, some combination of long Facebook posts, DMs to showrunners, managers, email campaigns, and, you know, basic swarm activation. You'll know if you've succeeded if the mixture forms a story, that has the superficial appearance of justice.
1: (laughs) Ah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, We'll have to play this for the (laughs) the person that is going through this. Uh, Because, yeah, that sounds exactly right. (laughs) It's fine. Everything's fine. I hope everything's fine. I haven't checked in. Uh, Thank you, Ross. Thank you. Um, Hey there. Hey, buddy. Hey, welcome. Uh, Dana. Yes. Let's hear your recipe. Oh, yes. Um, I hope you haven't prepared this one often. Uh, let's hear your <laughs> recipe for a first date that you know is also going to be a last date.
3: Oh, yes. This is a recipe that <clears throat> many women know very well. So, first you're going to preheat the conversation to three o six because for some reason, unbidden right at the start of the date, the guy happened to mention that the March 6th insurrection was just a legal demonstration of civil rights. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Ingredients, you're going to need one cup of Splenda or some other fake seasoning, because that's how women get through these. Fake sweetness. Because that's the only way you're going to survive. Um, next, you're going to want one cup of any alcoholic beverage. The stronger, the better, because at least you're getting a free drink out of this. It might not be worth it, but you gotta get got to get yours. Yeah. Um, a pinch of salt, which is going to be for your friend that thought for some reason this guy was a good match for you. Hmm. They're going to get a text later. And then lastly... You're gonna do two cups of self-rising flour because that's the only rise this guy's gonna get out of the evening. <laughs> yes. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna combine your ingredients at a small table. It'll be too close for comfort. Then what you're gonna do is you're gonna stir that batter for 30 seconds and then let it rest for a minute. Then you're gonna repeat this five times because that's how many times you have to repeat yourself before he's actually gonna to listen to anything you say. Right? And then you're going to just pour your batter into whatever you have handy because who gives a fuck at this point? <laughs> like, no. Um, and lastly, make sure to set your timer for six, 30 minutes and bake and when the timer goes off, who gives a fuck? You left 25 minutes ago.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you, Dana. You're welcome. I was hoping there would, <laughs> there would at least be some catharsis there. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so, you're, you're Oh, <laughs> no, that's not the right. Um, and also, a recipe that I have uh, no personal uh, <laughs> knowledge of or attachment to, especially the last several weeks. Uh, Tyler, hey, how about a recipe for someone who drinks three energy drinks a day? <laughs> ah, spring is approaching. The chirping of birds, the
2: retreat of the snow, the grinding of teeth. <laughs> Spring always makes my heart skip a beat. Sometimes it'll skip a few beats and I'll wonder wonder if it'll ever start again. But it always does, (laughs) at least until it didn't that time. Around this time of year, my favorite thing to indulge in is a person who drinks three energy drinks per day. To get started, you'll need $12 that could have been spent wiser. One blind eye to terrible can graphic design. One teaspoon powdered teeth. Ten fingernails chewed to shit, pre-diabetes, and a sprinkling of excuses why you can't just drink coffee like a real adult. <laughs> First, you'll want to open your text messaging app. Reread some old text. You'll be tempted to reach out for human connection. Set this aside, because you aren't worth it. Let your thoughts race. Be sure they aren't productive or positive. Just simmer on something shitty you did a while ago. Set this aside. Set everything aside. (laughs) Open 25 tabs on your browser and masturbate until it hurts. (laughs) Now finish this dish with six hours of bad sleep. Wake up and repeat this until it all becomes too much to bear.
1: Got a show I'm trying to write tomorrow. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine, guys. <laughs> this is a white claw. That's not energy. We're fine. Everything's fine. Uh, thank you, guys. Uh, all ready to segment four. Timing out well. Uh, why do I care? Oh, open mic. That's right. Segment four: Angry Poems. Beauty often comes from anger. I can't give you any specific examples, but I mean, somebody probably pissed Van Gogh off pretty hard to get Starry Night out of him. Words are used to paint the canvas of poetry, and anger drips heavy from your brush. So why don't you... Something, I didn't finish that sentence. Why don't you and give us... God damn it. How about why don't you just give us an angry poem about these following particular subjects. Apparently, I had a half-finished thought there. (laughs) Who would have known? Uh, Ross, let's hear your angry poem about lists. If ever you wonder that
0: lists are to be the cause of the end of the world, know that its origin is a categorizing mind. Its rearing is what is to do. And its progeny is the spreadsheet.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Maybe I could have done more. <laughs> God damn it, Ross. No, that was that was perfectly fine. Uh, but I, I did expect... No, it's good. It's good. You didn't need more. I just thought there was, uh, there was succinct... You got to the point, none more needed. So well done, Ross. I hate uh, lists.
0: I just want to go over anything. Really.
1: <laughs> no, that's good. Too much. Yeah, it could have been a trope full. It's fine. Um, Dana, we've heard uh, an angry poem about lists. Let's hear your angry poem about wrists.
3: Okay. I, I pulled from some deep emotions for this one. Oh, okay, good. Um, of all the complaints, my body does consist... None are more prolific than those of my wrists. I use them so much for many a chore. Aching and painting become such a bore. I have a desk job, so all day I must type. And all through the day, my wrists, they just gripe. Give up, wristies, I need to make money. If I got fired, that shit won't be funny. (laughs) At night, I'll be holding a PlayStation controller and acting as a carpal tunnel consoler. These controllers were made for giant man paws and does nothing for my dainty lady wrist cause. Self-care is key, and dopamine feels great, but my dominant hand gets pretty irate. Vibration feels oh so nice. I could burst, but my poor right hand wrist never feels worst. That was about masturbation. <laughs> um, now in summation, all I can say is I use my poor wrist too much every fucking day. Oh sorry
1: sorry yeah 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 Yeah. but don't worry don't worry someday uh you'll just slump over your keyboard
3: and die at your desk (laughs)
1: uh, is that that the positive message we were going for no (laughs) wrist won't hurt that that's all i'm saying uh (laughs) thank you dana i'm sorry um tyler quickly through poems we've heard a angry poem about lists we've heard a angry poem about wrists how about then you close us out with your angry poem about twists this is called no I
2: don't want twists (laughs) no I don't want twists a churro is what for I wished taco bell what the hell twists aren't Mexican food fuck off with that shit dude (laughs) Taco Bell, how far you fell. You keep cutting my favorites from the menu, but you keep these crunchy nothings in your venue. A paper sack of cinnamon sprinkled on styrofoam peanuts. Why don't you put your head through the drive-thru window and suck my penis? No, I don't want twists. And you ask again and you'll get a fat lip. I will assault you is what I'm implying. And diarrhea is what I'm trying to be buying. Don't slow down my self-hate with a snack that's half-rate. I want a variety of tacos and a five-layer burrito. I'm going to suck out the insides like a sad mosquito. (laughs) But no, I don't want twists. You can keep them in your fists. I'm 38, and I have dandruff like a snowdrift. I'm sorry if I'm a little miffed.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh.
1: I will still get them every time. <laughs> They're cinnamon good. Uh, what is it, Jack in the Box? Do they have the mini churros? I don't, uh, whatever it is. Whoever it is will find you. So good. Uh, sorry. I've been uh, low-carbing for like uh, almost eight months. So all of that sounds delicious. So, <laughs> I'm going to go to Taco Bell after this. I don't care anymore. <laughs> <All right. laughs> and my giving up on life. Gets the first applause break. Uh, (laughs) Thank you. Finally, segment five, we're going to wrap up the program with a little bit we like to call location, location, location. Some people just have a burning desire to help others, to make available things that they feel will make better the lives of those near them. But some people often misunderstand the wants of their local shoppers. In location, 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 you're one such business owner. Starting your business in a location that might not be ideal for said business, but a little logic and common sense never stop most people. So how about you go ahead and go ahead anyway and convince us why we should patronize your businesses, regardless. Ross Dunmore, good to see you. Good to have you. Welcome. Um, you own a store specializing in high-end designer chewing tobacco for the discerning high-society redneck. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, I misread this prompt. I'll tell you that right now.
1: That's okay. It actually but, doesn't technically work based on the, the setup, so it's fine. <laughs> well, here's
0: what I ended up. I just I just wrote down what my business plan was that I presented to the bank. Oh, so That works. I'll just give you that. (laughs) You're like me. You've got a Ford F-350 or a Dodge Ram 3500 with a double cab and a tasteful six inch lift, well poised over 39 inch Michelin tire. You've got guns, lots of them. And you even got a sticker on the back of your truck that says, come and take (laughs) them. But it says it in ancient Greek. Molon labe. (laughs) Just like the Spartan King Leonidas said about his guns to Persian King Xerxes all those years ago. In short, you love the finer things in life, but amidst all the other things in life demanding your attention, it can seem you've got you've got little time to sit with those finer things uh, that you work so hard to maintain. Hell between sitting in the duck blind and wrangling a steer one day or drilling a well and going to your son's high school funeral another day <laughs> or taking the RV up the national park with the taking the RV up to the national park with the missus and getting eduardo to prune the orchard at a decent rate before the buds come in and watching the federal government run themselves afoul of the international order in a long-running and ever-escalating play to run up the price of commodities to miserate the non-investor class. Well, hell, it's like a gentleman redneck ain't got no time to himself to hang out with other discerning gentlemen and char tobacco (laughs) without having to go get it at the gas station like it's a damn habit or at an Indian casino like it's a damn game your wife won't let you have. Listen, I ain't against none of that. My sister runs the fast trip down on Powerline Road just outside of town. And the casinos, well, <laughs> well, they've provided the best mid to large size venues for watching Van Halen cover bands and B-level comedians to work on building their careers. My co-worker and cousin, Cindy, she loves attending those things, but it just ain't for me. So, I'll be damned if I gotta go get my child a damn drive through space station for money launderers and highway trash recyclers. And I'm sure as hell not gonna not some damn dope fiend going to the Kratom Bait CBD shop for his fix of Copenhagen, or like some degenerate on his last dollar trying to get a pack of smokes at the Cigarette City trying to pick up some fucking Kodiak before his daughter's wedding reception practice dinner photo session. Goddamn hell, we are talking about the sacred grandfather plant, Nicotiana tobacco, sweet Kentucky burley, Madole, Louisiana parricade, and other fine varietals, fine hand-picked, batch-processed, carefully aged, fermented, and dried with the utmost care for our edification and satisfaction. So come on down to Diggard's Smokeless Tobacco Shop. Just inside the outskirts of town, on Mountain Prairie Highway. Goddamn, just come on in and get some twist or some loose leaf from a tin and dip it in your mouth and shut up. <laughs> this is a discerning redneck shop, not for no dope fiend and cries to hell and back not for you cigar-chomping, Fitbit-wearing, high polluting, redneck wannabe goddamn city refugee goat-raising Opus day operative coming in here raciocinating them about goddamn hairy fucking Joppa, bitch-ass LARPers, goddamn <laughs> Jack Murphy wannabe Twitter-scrolling chumps. Fucking hell. Talking Bill Crystal this, Victoria Newland that. Jesus Christ, if every goddamn one of you isn't a cock federal agent, Fucking shit! Hell! I, I just wanna sit there in the presence of the blessed Holy Spirit, dip some sweetly pressed leaves like tears of angels into my underlip and spit my saliva and this precious gift back onto God's green earth where I'll soon enough lie and breathe my last. And just be here as a goddamn American in my time. (laughs) Uh,
1: Thank you, Ross. Uh, From just inside the outskirts of town.
0: Where I live. Come on down to Diggers. We got it. We'll get it. we get you covered.
2: You're welcome.
1: Fresh from his son's high school funeral. Uh, (laughs) Damn. Uh, Ross, uh, I didn't know how to reach you, so there's nothing under your name uh, on the screen. (laughs) Uh, We stream stuff uh, out onto Twitch. Facebook and YouTube, too, but mostly Twitch. Check us there. Streaming stuff seven days a week. Well, we don't have anything to give you on the way out. Uh, (laughs) Take a sticker. Uh, Ross, how can people uh, enjoy, get a hold of, uh, hang out with uh, Ross Dunmore?
0: Well, you know, next week I got a contract to uh, cut down some trees, uh, (laughs) just some trimming work. Uh, So I'm pretty busy until then, but, uh, you know, you'll see me around town. You know, say hi.
1: (laughs) That's good. It's hard to... Uh, just, just having met you, it's hard to separate the uh, the art from the artist. So I'm not sure how much <laughs> how much of that was was Ross, or how much of that was just Ross being able to channel that that the... Either way, thank you for being here. Uh, it was great having you, Dana, Dana Bryant. Hi there. Um, now so this one actually it it makes more sense given the setup. It's a thing for a thing that the thing wouldn't want. It's this is how this is supposed to work. Dana, you run a chain of salt restaurants, and you're opening your first location in Slugtown.
3: Yes. <laughs> food, food is boring. It's meant to fill your stomach. It's accessible, but does it really fill your soul? Now, cuisine, cuisine is supposed to like open your mind. And make you feel things that maybe you don't think you want to feel when you're eating a meal. I mean, people do things like eat spices that burn their mouth and eat puffer fish that could kill you. I mean, pineapple is a snack that eats you back, you know. So why not let slugs, they need to experience that as well. I mean, if you're not feeling the burning from the salt while you're eating it, you're not living life. To the fullest. Mm-hmm. I mean, you need to experience real cuisine in a real way, like people do. And the salt doesn't kill you, it's just dehydrating. So, as long as you're keeping hydrated while you're at the restaurant, it is perfectly safe. We have a fine array of very nice beverages. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that that's where you make the real money anyway, <laughs> is with sure. the drinks. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, it right? <laughs> and, you know, people and slugs have had this really tense relationship over the centuries. But this is a really great opportunity to bring tourism to Slugtown. Mm-hmm. You know, how better to get people and slugs to sit down to a meal, have a nice conversation, realize that, like, we have a lot in common. I mean, too much salt kills us too, sure. you know? <laughs> and, and don't, you didn't hear this from me, but we also have a, a side... Black market business. That if you need any of your slug neighbors, <laughs> whacked. I mean, we do a delivery service. We just sneak a little too much salt in the meal. They think they're getting something sweet, and the next thing you know, they're dead. And you can't. What are you gonna do? You can't prove it was us. Yeah. There's, you know. <laughs> so yeah, come down to our salt restaurant, <laughs> Slugtown, USA.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Dana. Yeah, the old, the old, the old stabbing with the the icicle, and then the evidence melts oh, no. away. Oh, what happened? Uh, <laughs> thank you, Dana. Oh, so good. See, you didn't have to worry.
3: Yay, Yay. but worrying's my favorite activity. Oh, oof. So I'm good at it. <laughs>
1: I've got uh, 23 hours and 54 minutes of worry that uh, is ahead of me. <laughs> show tomorrow, 8 o'clock. I'm writing 48 minutes of material. Uh, <laughs> everything's fine. Everything's fine. First time I've ever done a riffing show, everything's going to be fine. <laughs> uh, but this isn't about me, Dana. This is about you. How uh, can, can folk enjoy more Dana Bryant outside of this very particular episode of the STAB program?
3: I perform with the sketch Troop mm-hmm. Squad Patrol, every second Saturday at 8 o'clock at the Sacramento Comedy Spot. Mm-hmm. Which, hey, the second Saturday is this Saturday. What? It's our History of the World show. So if you want some real factual true history mm-hmm. from real factual comedians, you should definitely come check that out. Sounds good. Yeah. Awesome.
1: And every Thursday, Uh, or well, you you tech. Yeah,
3: Yeah. I I do every 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 other Tuesday. I co-host at six o'clock on the Sacramento Comedy Spot, streaming Comedy Spot Games. Mm -hmm. Me and my much more talented gamer (laughs) co-host. We play a bunch of video games, and sometimes I lose badly, and sometimes I do okay. (laughs) But most importantly, we have fun.
1: Well, I mean that's life. Right sometimes you lose badly sometimes you do okay right there's no good
3: it's just (laughs) shades
1: (laughs) shades of gray uh thank you dana thank you Uh, tyler before you send us out of here um is there any place that people can enjoy tyler kenny outside of uh, the stab show actually yes oh god
2: I, I prepared this week I was like he's gonna ask this question <laughs> so I put all the songs I've recorded on my iPhone oh, onto a SoundCloud god. playlist <laughs> oh, shit. so really just dive into that you know mm, sad hour to. I get at the end of every night <laughs> multi track into my iPhone
1: oh I'm going but to. I recommend it yeah well
2: uh, soundcloud.com
1: slash not a mess <laughs> Oh, I know what the what the pre-show music is going to be for the rest of the week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, so happy. And the first track, guys. Just so you know, just so you know, when you get there, the first track that does come up, uh, no pun intended, is jizz. So, <laughs> so there you go. That's uh, a minute and nine seconds that you're going to want to get to immediately. <laughs> Oh, Tyler, you've got a thing. That's a song
2: about how we all used to be jizz at one point. <laughs> Everyone you know used to be a load, so
1: <laughs> tune in. Factual and entertaining. Uh, all right, Tyler, let's get us out of this episode. Uh, your location. You offer daycare services to people whose adult children have moved back in with them.
2: America is in retrograde. Inflation is making money meaningless. Student loans are crushing a generation. How will your precious little college grad ever survive in this world? Maybe it's time to devote some of your comfortable boomer retirement to assist in your kids pre-tirement. Pre-tirement is like retirement, except the individual stops working not to peacefully live out their days, It's when someone stops working because it's untenable and the world is on fire and social security won't exist by the time they're old and they plan on dying young anyway. So now their golden years are their twilight years and their salad days are the end of days. (laughs) But where will they exist while all of existence ends? Who will supervise them and provide them snacks while the world descends into scarcity and civil unrest? Introducing... The not-so-little, Little little Tykes, Last Generation Play Cafe and Masturbatorium. One-part Vape Lounge, one-part Jack Shack, VR, and 1,000% safe space to kill time during the fall of an empire. We'll keep your little ones off their phones and out of crypto markets and the other more violent subreddits. They'll socialize with other confused and despondent last generationals in a colorful warehouse while you FaceTime too close while swerving your SUV through 10 cities. Located conveniently on the outskirts of Winetown, your walled retirement community. Just a quick frantic Escalade run through the open sewage and syringes. Your sweet middle-aged baby will have the time of his life in a sensory deprivation tank. Trying to pry open his third eye on a high dose of mushrooms just to make sense of how a loving God could create life only to inflict needless suffering on it. The not so little Little Tykes last generational play cafe and masturbatorium. <laughs> just outside the gates of Winetown. If you hit the burning mountain of trash, you went too far.
1: <laughs> oh God, thank you, Tyler. <laughs> and that was The Stab Show. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. And, of course, a special thank you to our incredible panel. panel uh, Ross Dunmore, Dana Bryant, and Tyler Kenny. Now, if you like what you heard so much that you'd like to hear, like, 300 or so more of these, well, you can. The Stab Show is available through the podcast provider of your choice, be it Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or The Good Pods app. Have you heard about the Good Pods app? We keep selling this thing. Or, if you'd like to see the show live in a person as it happens, like these two intrepid young souls did, uh, (laughs) just come on down to Staff Comedy Theater or tune in to Staff Comedy Theater TV on Twitch, Thursday nights at 7 p.m. And there will be. So that's it for us for tonight. I've been your host, Jesse Jones, and you've been doing your best. We noticed, and we just want you to know it. Good night.